The Cups and Cakes Network presents Inside the Artist Studio. The interview you were about to hear was originally recorded on Friday, June 21st, 2019. To find out more about Cups and Cakes, visit them at cupsandcakespod.com. That's cups, the letter N, cakespod.com. What you're about to hear may contain filthy language and adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Hello and welcome to Inside the Artist Studio, where today we're going to wrap up the very last of our coverage from Sled Island 2019 with Saskatoon's Shirley and the Pyramids. Their last LP, Pure Pain, was a pick of the week back when it came out in June 2018, and we're excited to debut a track off of their upcoming EP, which is going to be out on November 22nd. The track is called Never Die, and it's full to the brim with all the uh, kind of high-octane performances you'd expect at one of their live shows. CP is actually their first recorded as a full band, and me and lead singer Aaron Zacharias talk about how the collaboration with his bandmates has evolved over the course of the project's life. We uh, get a little caught in the rapid fire talking about the Super Nintendo's greatest hits. Here's my uh, conversation with Aaron from Shirley and the Pyramids. Hi, thanks for, thanks for having me. Yeah, uh, I mean, we talked about this a little bit before the actual recording started, but uh, how goes SLED thus far? Uh, it's been sled's always super fun. I, it's always a great opportunity to come play. It's so many friends and bands playing. It's a, uh, it's been pretty good this year. Been running around pretty much nonstop. Uh, feeling a little hungover today, and uh, <laughs> yeah, lots of partying, lots of music, lots of friends. It's always a great time at sled. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is this you guys have played here before, right? Uh, I've played sled before in a few other bands, but never this band, Shirley and the Pyramids. This will be our first time playing sled. Oh, sick. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and just to clarify, I mean, I'm talking to just you. Uh, live, the band is five people. Right? Yeah. Uh, so who else? I guess who? Who is the crew? Uh, yeah. So I'm I'm doing the guitar and singing, and then uh, I've got a second guitar player, Dave. Um, keyboard player Duncan, bass player Chris, and drummer Matthew. They're all out and about right now, but we link up and play the music live. <laughs> uh, so when you guys are like learning the tunes like that, uh, like you just kind of call them when you guys, when you have shows that you need to do, or is it kind of like... Yeah, well, we try to rehearse semi-regularly. I mean, there's a lot of people in the band, so it's hard to organize sometimes, but yeah, we'll generally rehearse you know, a few times a month kind of thing. And uh, and uh, yeah, when I got new songs, we'll sit and workshop those for a bit. Um, pretty standard thing. Like I write, I write all the songs myself and record the album myself. Uh, so I've got all the parts written, but then when we uh, meet up and play live, I kind of give the other musicians in the band freedom to kind of make up their own parts when we play live. So it's quite a different sound from the record. Um, when when we're playing live, yeah, yeah. Uh, how how did the whole project kind of start then? Because I know you you had been kind of writing and recording under a few different names for a yeah, while. Yeah, yeah. I've been I've been making music for many years under a lot of different names, and generally uh, generally by myself. Um, but for this project, I uh, I had recorded our demo in 2015, and the music just seemed to. I, th I felt like I needed like a band to play this music with me, so I kind of just got some of my friends together, and that's basically how it started. Um, 
three of the five of us used to play in a different band from Saskatoon called Wizards. It's kind of a surf psych band. And okay. So three of us used to play in that band. So we're pretty familiar with playing music with each other and stuff like that. Uh, what bands are you all involved with then right now? Like, um, Right now, this band, obviously. Um, I play in another band called Maris, which features... a. Uh, uh, members of the Evulsions and um, a few other a few other bands from Saskatoon Caves. Um, so yeah, that's a band called Maris. Uh, we've got a, we recorded an album. It's not released yet. It's just in the process of being mixed and mastered and all that stuff. And then I also play in a hip hop group called Crab Style. It's a bit <laughs> different. Yeah, we just released our debut album and uh, gonna go on tour in September for that. Um, um, I th- that's about it right now. Like in the past, I've juggled quite a few bands at a time but uh i made a conscious decision about a year or two ago to kind of scale back a bit because it's getting spread a little too thin kind of thing <laughs> so yeah just this band is the main one and then another one called maris and a hip-hop group called crab style okay mm-hmm. uh is most of saskatoon like that in terms of bands like or generally most people are playing in a few different things uh yeah it's a pretty close-knit community so a lot of the people that are playing music will have played with each other previously in other bands or like a lot of bands will share members and things like that. Right. Yeah, the scene is a uh, Saskatoon scene's a nice um it's a nice size there because there's enough enough room for everybody to kind of do their own thing like lots of different styles of music, but it's still small enough that everybody will go to everybody else's shows and support each other kind of thing. Right. No matter if it's like, you know, experimental music, rap music, like psychedelic rock, whatever, like everybody will come out and support each other. We all know each other and stuff like that. Right. Are there, because I mean, I know a few venues in Saskatoon, uh, like kind of obvious ones are like Cap and Amigos and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, are, are there rooms that kind of specialize in specific sounds or is that kind of reserved for larger places, if you know what I mean? Uh, well, the Black Cat, which is just down the street from Amigos in Saskatoon on Broadway, um, that place has kind of become known as like a metal kind of hard rock bar over the last year or two. It's kind of got that reputation. It's a great place. Um, but yeah, as far as like places like Amigos or the Capitol, it's kind of whatever, whatever goes kind of thing. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I guess that makes sense. And same with the Black Cat, too. I mean, they'll have all kinds of music, but generally they, that one's kind of become known as like the hard rock kind of venue, I guess. Right. Uh, you guys do a lot of touring then, too, outside of that, right? Uh, occasionally. Um, we we try to tour once a year or so, but um, we had a... I don't, we didn't tour last year at all, so we took like a year off from touring. Gotcha. But we try to do as much as we can. Once again, it's kind of difficult with five people in the band. and um, Right. Not that I really want to tour in wintertime anyways, but our drummer goes down to the States every winter and he's got another band down there that he plays in. So okay. So the wintertime is generally kind of like downtime, songwriting time and, you know, that kind of thing. As a band from a smaller place going to bigger places whenever you tour, how do you look at kind of like uh, those shows as being like representative of that scene, if you know what I mean? Um... Sorry, could you clarify that <laughs> yeah, a little bit? Uh, I guess, uh, like, coming to Sled, it's funny because I'm from Edmonton going to see all of the Edmonton bands because they've yeah. got kind of an Edmonton band, like, stink to them, okay, if you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is, is there, like, uh, yeah, like a Saskatoon band kind of feel, if you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah. We got some stinky bands, too. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know if there's, like, a particular sound... Or vibe, other, just the fact that 
where it's like, you know, a bunch of hometown friends in another city kind of thing. It's nice to see right. familiar faces, but as far as like a Sask representative sound or something, it's pretty varied because we got like Sled Island this year, for example, we got um, like a band, the Faps, a really weird, weird rock band, yeah. really hard, really weird from Saskatoon. And then you got stuff like uh, Three Moon Jasks playing as well, who's like a electronic kind of vapor wavy kind of group. It's right. Very different, but once again, everybody's friends and it's nice to see people but as far as the sound it's pretty varied i would say there's not really like a distinct saskatoon style i would the say the saskatoon <laughs> or maybe sound. there is i don't know maybe i just can't realize it because um i'm from there so maybe there is and i just haven't noticed it i don't know <laughs> yeah i guess it's kind of probably like tough to pick up on that when you've like especially if you've been kind of like playing in many bands for a long time yeah so you guys have a record then that came out pretty much a, a year ago from yeah, when we're doing this. Yeah, the one year anniversary was just a week or two ago. Damn. Yeah. Uh, how do you, how do you feel about said record? It's uh, Pure Pain, right? Yeah, Pure Pain was the record. Um, I, I I honestly haven't listened to it for quite a while because I spent like a pretty much a full year recording it and writing it and then mixing it afterwards. I um I wouldn't say I was sick of it, but I definitely didn't need to listen to it all the time yeah um i listened to it recently though uh just because i hadn't in a while and it, it's yeah like i'm pretty happy with the work i did on it um some of my older albums i'm not always super happy to listen to but <laughs> but this one is held up well thus far i think i think it's a, a decent record to add into the discography uh just because it's like just you doing the writing uh and presumably i guess lots of the recording too yeah uh, do you find that you're doing a lot of the writing kind of in the recording process or do you kind of go in with a pretty firm idea? Yeah, so to use that album, Pure Pain, as an example, this I think it has nine, nine, eight or nine songs on the album. Probably about half of those or maybe like five of them or something I had written pretty much completely before I started recording them. And then in the process of recording, I'll like, you know, I'll be doing weird things and get an idea for something else. So Right. Uh, yeah, a few of the songs are pretty much just written as I was recording, just because I would do some weird guitar thing. Oh, that's kind of cool, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, do the other guys in the band, like, contribute in any way to those, even just in terms of, like, giving notes or that type of thing? Um, <laughs> to be honest, not really, no. They've been pretty good in the sense that uh, they seem to be interested in the music that I write and enjoy playing it with me. Um, but as far as creative input, on the recordings at least, it's like pretty much 100% me. Gotcha. Uh, how, how do you then, I guess, negotiate, like, because uh, I, I guess, like, I have a similar project, right? Like, yeah. I mostly do all of the writing and recording. Yeah. Uh, how, do you, how do you go into kind of negotiating what you think you're going to hear when the band starts playing, like, a song for the first time versus what the band kind of wants to do with it? Uh, I usually try to let it unfold pretty organically because like once again it's all my songs and I and they're helping me play them and I don't want to become too overbearing or anything like that so right. so yeah I'll present like I'll bring these a song to the guys and we'll kind of yeah hash it out jam it out for a while and see where it goes usually live it'll be like very different from how it sounds on the record but I think that's part of what we like about the band as well too is that for sure it's the record and the live experience are both like completely different the live thing is more collaborative like i said they write their own parts for playing the song live and stuff but the recorded versions i've wrote everything i guess uh are there songs that you found have gone like in a drastically different direction than you expected them to uh not particularly i think i have a good grasp of 
our kind of sound now at this point after being a band for like three or four years now i think i've got a pretty good grasp of how it'll sound um with that being said sometimes i'll write weirder songs or songs there's some songs on this album and past albums that we just don't play at all because i don't know if it would work in a rock band sense so like some of the more like maybe atmospheric songs or more right. songs with more electronic elements we kind of leave those out of the live set list right well that makes sense too because they're like there's only so much that's going to make practical sense to try yeah, to cover totally and like when i'm playing like live at like a bar and stuff like nobody really wants to sit there and listen to like a 20 minute drone song or something like that <laughs> not usually at least <laughs> yeah well maybe in saskatoon <laughs> yeah, sometimes sometimes so you guys have a an ep that's in the works yeah. right now as well we're not entirely sure when that's going to land in comparison with when this episode is going to come out yep uh, but I guess what can you kind of tell us about that, knowing that it's still kind of in the works? Yeah, so um, it's it's untitled still. There's no title to the album or the EP, sorry. There's no title to it yet. Um, uh, yeah, we just recorded the bass tracks of, uh, like, the bed tracks of um, four songs. And I might do one more, so it'll be like a four or five song EP probably coming out. Once again, like you said, I don't know when this episode will be released, but... yeah. From the state of recording, it'll probably, I'm guessing around two months or so. I'm just going to do it real quick, like no okay. no big fanfare or anything, just kind of drop it real quick. Um, but the thing about this EP that's different from our past stuff is that we did record this. I, I wrote all the songs once again, but we did record this one as a full band. Okay. So it'll have quite a different sound from our older stuff. Uh, I guess then going back to kind of the last question, uh, when you are going in the studio then with a band do you try to exert a bit more like control over what they're actually playing or is it similarly a bit more collaborative uh it's pretty collaborative and like by the time we go into record we've rehearsed the songs quite a bit like jamming and stuff so right if they if somebody's doing something that somebody else doesn't like we'll generally be like hey uh, maybe try something different or like don't do that or something i'll be a little bit more of a mean person when we're recording if somebody messes <laughs> up i'll be like hey we got to start again you like messed it up you know right but um but as far as like the creative process goes i kind of let those guys do their own thing um as long as it sounds all right i guess <laughs> <laughs> uh where are you guys recording in saskatoon uh uh myself and the keyboard player duncan we live in a house in sask pretty big house in saskatoon with a bunch of people and uh yeah, we've got a jam space downstairs and recording space upstairs. So we've just been recording at the house. Um, yeah, Duncan, he's went to audio engineering school, so he's, you know, is his thing. And I've recorded a bit. So between the two of us, we can usually tackle most recordings by ourselves. Oh, okay. Did he go to the, like, the recording arts place in Saskatoon? Yeah, yeah. At Reyes Recording yeah. Arts Institute of Saskatoon. Yeah, I've been by there a couple times. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great place, great program. I, I wasn't in the program, but I've had a few friends that went through it, and it's a really great, really great course. Uh, I imagine then you guys are, like, playing most of that material at the Sled Island shows. Uh, from the new EP? Yeah. Uh, we'll be playing one or two songs off of it when we play at Sled Island this year. Okay. But uh, a few of them, we still got to work out a few kinks before we can bring it into the like set list or whatever. But we'll be playing a couple new ones uh, tomorrow. Okay, cool. Yeah, what is uh, what is the show tomorrow? Tomorrow we are playing at the Palomino on the main floor. Um, it's a really great lineup. Um, we're playing in the evening, um, but we've got a great lineup. Snake River, there are friends from Regina. They're playing before us. Uh, uh, okay, yeah. I think Garbage Dreams is on the bill. It's a... Uh, good band from vancouver i believe 
And then uh, Dopey's Robe, a really great band from BC as well, is also on the bill. So that's going to be a pretty fun show. Okay, yeah, they were at uh, Broken City, I think, yesterday. Yeah, yeah, I was trying to catch them yesterday, but I missed so catch yeah. them tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I know Jeff got out to it, but... Nice. Uh, <clears throat> with that, we'll probably kind of swing over into the rapid-fire side of things sure. here. Uh, so it's pretty much, uh, I think, like 15 questions or something. They're all Ooh. pretty, uh, mostly unrelated to kind of music-type stuff, so, okay. uh, you know, have uh, have fun with them. Yeah, okay. My brain's working a little slow today, so we'll see We'll see how rapid it is. Yeah, <laughs> I feel that. Uh, <laughs> you know, the magic of editing is... Uh, uh, yes, of course. <laughs> Uh, cool. Okay. Uh, I guess right off the bat, uh, what what shows are you most excited to catch here at SLED? Uh, I was super, super stoked to see um, on the first night. Oh, geez. One second. What, what was it? <laughs> got the, the programs right here. Yeah, let me just uh, look really quickly here because my memory isn't what it has always been. Uh, Wednesday, I went to see Chandra. That was probably my number one pick for the whole festival. That's... And that was super fun. That was a great, great show. Um, yeah, what else have I checked out so far? Yesterday I went and or I saw Cass McCombs on Wednesday. That was good. Oh, cool. Yeah, I, I was there for John Common right before Oh, that. nice. I wanted to catch that as well, too. But yeah. I was doing a bit of running around at the time. Yeah, I had to take off and run out yeah. somewhere after that. So Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, yesterday I uh, went down to Sloth Records in the daytime and checked out DTSQ from South, uh, South Korea. They are real, real good. Um, what else did I do? What else did I do? I went to see in the evening. Saw Heavy Dive open oh, up for cool. Five Pan. They were quite good. What else? I know I did some other. Oh yeah, I was at the uh, I was at the Tubby Dog for quite a while yesterday, watching oh, our nice. buddies the Faps and uh, Obnox, who I actually missed, but <laughs> I was yeah just running back and forth between Tubby Dog and downtown kind of thing. Second question: uh, Coffee or tea? Uh, tea. Even though I love coffee, I actually quit drinking coffee about a year ago because it okay. was just making me like bug out way too much. Like it was just making me way too zipped up. So I love coffee. I've missed drinking coffee, but I don't <laughs> drink coffee anymore. So I'm going to have to go with tea, a nice like peppermint tea or green nice. tea is all right. Yeah, it's funny. I think you're one of the only people who said tea. It, it just, <laughs> I think it, like it's the caffeine thing, right? Yeah. I want so badly to say coffee, but I don't drink it anymore. <laughs> so I'd be lying to you. <laughs> Uh, cake or pie? Hmm. Ooh, interesting. I guess it really depends on what kind. Generally, I'd say pie, probably. Okay. But, um, yeah, it's hard to beat, like, a good apple pie or a pumpkin pie or something like that. But, you know, cakes, you can put some wild stuff on cakes, too. <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a, that's a hard one. Probably, <laughs> probably pie. Yeah. Uh, first car? I don't drive and I've never had a driver's license in my life before. Okay, nice. Yeah, I, uh, I think last time I drove a vehicle is a guitar player's pickup truck years ago and he's trying to teach me how to drive. <laughs> I ended up <laughs> crashing right into a parking barrier and kind of messing up the brakes on his truck. So I kind of nice. try to avoid driving if at all possible, much to the chagrin of my bandmates when we're on tour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess who drove out then? Uh, um, we actually took two vehicles. It was kind okay. of stupid, but... Um, um, well, I mean, there's five of you. Like, that makes sense. Yeah, everybody in the, else in the band drives except for me, so got a little minivan. <laughs> uh, what is the weirdest job you've ever had? I once had a job, uh, not it was like a short-term job in Saskatoon, where I basically sat on the riverbank and watched 
boats at like a dock. I was kind of like guarding like canoes that were parked at a dock. <laughs> so I basically just sat and read on the riverbank for like six hours every day. That was kind of neat. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, I've had yeah, I've had some weird ones though. Working like yeah, making pizzas, um, data entry for an air ambulance company. That was kind of weird. Um, <laughs> weird in the sense that it was like such a regular job, perhaps. Um, right. Yeah, I don't know. I. I've I've gotten to the point where I'm pretty much self-sustaining off of music, so that in itself is quite a strange job. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I guess that's yeah. pretty rare. I think in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. Uh, best movie you've seen recently? I I honestly don't watch much newer movies. The uh, one I that comes to mind that I've seen recently that I really enjoyed was um I guess it came out last year now, but um sorry to bother you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was a really great movie. So good. Yeah, yeah. so good. <laughs> um, yeah, more recently, I guess, in town, I went to the theater in Saskatoon and saw a documentary about the Colton Bushy case that was going on in Saskatchewan. I don't know if okay. the listeners are familiar with that, but it's a, it was a big thing and quite, a, quite an injustice. And um, the documentary that was made about that whole thing that was playing in Saskatoon recently was um, really good and really important. And I think you can watch it for free on the National Film Board website. I think okay. It's called We Will We Will Stand Up, I believe it's called. Um, yeah, highly recommended, important documentary to watch, um, especially if you're in the prairies of Canada and stuff like that. Yeah, that was all, because that all happened quite close to, like I'm from North Battleford. Oh, originally. Yeah, yeah, that, that was, was where they were going to court and stuff, yeah. Yeah, I know, even just in North Battleford, it was like uh, tents among the kind of population just because a lot of kind of rural farm types yeah totally is yeah same in saskatoon too i mean it's more of an urban center to some degree but there's still that that um yeah i guess you could say that kind of rural racism basically i guess yeah (laughs) Yeah. there's no there's no sugarcoating it's like racist people yeah yeah it gets a little tough yeah so that yeah yeah the documentary is really good though really good nice yeah i know it was playing at the garno there in edmonton too it's doing like a little tour through all the prairie towns yeah yeah if anyone gets a chance to check it out i'd highly recommend it sick uh sports versus board games versus video games just really games (laughs) games yeah um myself i probably play more video games than i play board games or sports but Occasionally, I'll go play like basketball with some of my friends, and it was just watching the NBA Finals as everybody kind of was getting into that. Uh, generally, though, like at the end of my day, if I got nothing to do, it's I'll probably just you know play a little bit of Nintendo or something like that. We got a Super nice. Nintendo hooked up at our house and, <laughs> oh, shit. and stuff like that. So I'll yep. game out a little bit sometimes. What are like the Super Nintendo games to go back to? Like, what are the ones? Well, I've been playing a lot of like. Um, like Donkey Kong Country, classic, obviously. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm really into like Street Fighter 2. <laughs> um, I guess technically not a Super Nintendo game, but uh, Super Mario Brothers 3. Um, okay. I guess that's on the Super Mario All-Stars when it came out on... <laughs> I feel like such a nerd right now. Okay. Uh, was, yeah. <laughs> was Super Mario 3 just an NES one then? I think it originally came out on the NES, but then okay. they remastered it and put it out with gotcha. Super Mario All Stars for the Super Nintendo. Yeah, I see. I had I had that on like a Game Boy Advance. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I had those too. Yeah, yeah. I think those ones were all remastered as well too. Uh, okay. I could be mistaken on that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you could open for any band, uh, like Fantasy Bill, uh, what would that be? Hmm. Well, a band that the whole like we all love is King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. <laughs> like I'd love yeah. to play with them. Those guys, those guys are so wild. I'd love to play with them. And um, 
or probably would never happen because they're not in band anymore but sonic youth i'd love to like you know something like oh, that yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. uh podcasts or radio i'm sorry i gotta say radio <laughs> <laughs> uh i like podcasts when you know i'm like extended road trips or if i'm like working or something to listen to in the background um but yeah i gotta say i'll, I'll generally listen to the radio more often yeah i feel like it took me a, a little while to figure out kind of like how good like campus radio is like mm-hmm. yeah because yeah we know the same guy in saskatoon there who was at cfcr yeah, and totally. i had no familiarity with those stations before that and mm-hmm. it's like super important <laughs> yeah totally the college stations and the community stations are usually a pretty good like gauge on the pulse of uh of a city as far as like culture goes i guess you could say yeah do you find like cfcr is pretty good about like supporting like local saskatoon stuff yeah, they sponsor a lot of events in town. For example, uh, our keyboard player Duncan just pretty much by himself almost. There's few people involved, I shouldn't say just him, but there's like a grassroots um, music festival called Nightshirt that just happened in Saskatoon. Oh, and cool. uh, CFCR is the main sponsor of that. And they'll do stuff like the Sled Island Showcase. They're bringing out, I think, four bands from Saskatoon that are playing right now, actually. But yeah. Um, yeah, so they support the music scene in a lot of different ways in Saskatoon and uh, Saskatoon bands as well. Sick. Uh, is there an album that uh, spurred your love of music? Um, I'd, pr- I'd probably say it was, uh, and I still love them, the Smashing Pumpkins uh, album, Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I got that pretty quick after it came out, and I was like pretty young, and that always just stuck with me. That album, I still think, is great. It maybe took me a few years to fully appreciate, but yeah, I guess that would be the the catalyst into my love of like hard, somewhat like psychedelic rock music, I guess. Yeah. For sure. Uh, if you could meet any of your kind of like musical idols, uh, would you choose to do so? Uh, and I guess also who would that be? Yeah, that's a hard one. I've met a few of my musical idols and they're not always as nice as you think they would be. <laughs> Um, so I don't know if I, given the opportunity, I don't know if I, you know, I'd like, if I was going to meet somebody I really admired, I'd prefer it to be more organic than like me, like running up after a show and be like, Hey, like, I love you. Like, yeah, I think that does always create like a kind of uncomfortable dynamic, just no matter what. Yeah, exactly. It's unnatural. But with that being said, if I could meet an artist that I admire a lot, it'd probably be, um, Alex Zhang Hung Tai, uh, formerly known as Dirty Beaches. I don't know if you're familiar. Um. He just seems like a really interesting artist to me and um, yeah, everything he's done I'm into and I'd love to meet the guy. He seems like a thoughtful person. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, what is your most recent uh, musical obsession? I guess as far as Obsessed goes, I might say the No Age album that came out last year is pretty much all I've been listening to for a year <laughs> straight. That album is sick. Um, yeah, as far as obsessing about an album goes that's probably the yeah. one that, yeah uh what get i guess uh kind of going along with that what get what gets played in the in like the van on the way up um like do you guys all have fairly kind of similar similar tastes? similar tastes yeah generally kind of somewhere along the spectrum of like psych music psych rock we listen to a lot of like um you know stuff like the ocs and frankie and the witch fingers king gizzard stuff like that okay and then, you know, in between, a lot of us are really into electronic music, too, so we'll you gotcha. know, put on some electronic stuff in, in between. Or, 
it's it's pretty varied actually we were listening to like duncan and i were listening to like folk music when we were driving up to calgary here so um yeah our styles are pretty pretty varied tastes but we all kind of agree we all have similar tastes but it is quite varied though gotcha uh is there uh, like a, an artist or a band or whatever that you've kind of like heard a lot about but haven't like checked out yet? Um, the first thing that comes to mind is probably Cass McCombs the other day. I'd never heard Cass McCombs ever okay. except for a lot of my friends are like, oh, that's my number one pick for, for the festival. You got to go see Cass McCombs, got to go see. And I did and it was, it was great. Um, but before like, you know, I barely even heard of him like a week ago kind of thing. Gotcha. Where, where is he from? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know anything about him at all. I just saw a set the other day and enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm bummed now. That was the one I had to leave. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, no worries. Uh, last question here then. Uh, are there like uh, some local recommendations from Saskatoon that you want to kind of like give a shout out to? Yeah. Yeah. There's tons of great bands there. The Faps. The Faps are always one of my faves. They're super fun band to check out. Always. It's always a good time at a Faps show. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? The Sex Geckos are a newer band from Saskatoon. They're they're a bunch of teenagers that just love rocking out, and uh, yeah, they're playing the festival this year as well too. Um, they're around. I think they're planning some kind of tour in the future too. Okay. If you get a chance to see the Sex Geckos, they're pretty rocking. It's just one person, right? Uh, yesterday, yesterday at Sloth Records, the guitar player was doing a one-man set, like playing drums and guitar and singing yeah, at the same time, kind of Ty Seagal kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, today they're playing as a two-piece with guitar and drums, and gotcha. um, usually they're a three or four-piece, but I think they've been switching band members or people have been moving, stuff like that lately, so they're kind of just rearranging. Gotcha. Um, yeah, there's Respectful Child, this is a great artist from Saskatoon. Yeah, there's so many, I'm just going to forget everybody. Um, <laughs> yeah, those are the first ones to come to mind, I would say. The Garys obviously have made a great name for themselves over the last few years. The Garys sure. are awesome. Um, yeah, I know I'm probably forgetting some really great bands. I know I'm forgetting tons of great bands, but... <laughs> <laughs> so at this point in the interview here, uh, we picked a song to play from their old LP, Pure Pain. But as it happens, we're releasing this when the new EP is actually uh, going to come out pretty soon. So we're going to play a song here called Never Die is the single off of a uh, five track ep it's uh, yet to be titled coming out on november 22nd so uh look out for that perfect cool well that's uh that's coming on up here uh thanks so much aaron for sitting thank down thank you taking time out of the busy old sled schedule yeah no worries my pleasure
Cups and Cakes Presents is produced by Sean Newton. The feature track was played with permission from Shirley and the Pyramids. Undercurrents from Atlantis Jazz Ensemble's album Oceanic Suite is the background music throughout the entire episode. Oceanic Suite is available through Ottawa's Marlowe Records. Find out more at marlowrecords.com. Inside the Artist Studio is one of the many ways the Cups and Cakes Network highlights Canadian music. Visit our website, cupsandcakespod.com, to browse our audio, video, and written content. That's cups, the letter N, cakespod.com. Thanks for listening.